Good evening. This is Dr. Gwen, and today is uh, Thursday, December 11th. The first podcast is concerns me, and it's about the uh, impact of the economy on women's health care. And it's cold that surveys shows many women put off doctor visits because of higher health care costs. And that's, that's really disconcerting. According to this article, in Web, it's from WebMD, almost half of women surveyed in a national poll said that they had failed to seek health care for themselves or their families over the previous year because the cost was too high. The annual survey, Women's Attitudes and Behaviors Regarding Health Care, was released by the National Women's Health Resource Center, found that women were most likely to put off doctor visits for themselves and least likely to put off doctor visits for their kids which makes sense. One in four women who said they had skipped needed medical care believed their illnesses lasted longer as a result, and 43% said they worried more about their health. Rising health care costs appeared to have a major impact on decisions regarding care. 28% of the women said they put off going to the doctor during an illness for financial reasons. 19% said they had skipped recommended medical procedures such as pap smears or mammograms because of cost. 18% said they had taken less than the recommended dosage of a prescription drug in order to make it last longer. And 18% failed to even fill some prescriptions. Only 4% said they put off taking their children to the doctor because of the cost. Um, If you're cutting back according to this this investigator, um, she says, because money is tight, um, her name is actually, she's a nurse. Um, she's the executive director of the National Women's Health Resource Center. Her name is Elizabeth Battagliano Cahill. Battagliano Cahill. She says, if you're cutting back because money is tight, don't cut back on health care or health insurance. Cut something else. Because if you don't take care of yourself, you may not be around to take care of your family. And that's so true. The survey was conducted online in late September and early October and included 754 adult women with and without health insurance chosen to reflect the racial and socioeconomic composition of women in the U.S. Only about one in five surveyed women believed their health had gotten better over the past five years, while almost 40% saw no difference and 42% believed their health had gotten worse. Roughly half of the women who said their health had declined cited stress or weight gain as a reason for the decline. More than one in three women, almost 38%, cited lack of sleep as a reason for poor health, and 31% said it was because they had stopped exercising. Stress continues to rank as a top women's health concern, and women who are under a lot of stress may be less likely to exercise, and that will certainly affect our health. Um, they, they also asked women about aging, about, and they said that um, four out of five women said they were emotionally prepared to grow older, and a slightly lower number felt they had adequate knowledge of issues related to aging. Um, she said, this is interesting, Tina Turner topped the list of celebrities over 50 who were considered most inspiring in terms of overall health. Two out of three women who chose her said it was because she has remained active and physically fit as she is aged, and 58% cited her positive attitude towards aging. 
When asked what most what was most important to them as they got older, 30% of the women stated staying in good health without serious physical problems. 21% said uh, remaining independent. 19% cited maintaining good mental health. And 2% says most important to maintain their physical appearance. Isn't that wonderful? But you got to kind of wonder who, who's filling out this survey. Anyway, that's that's the one report. Um, the next the next two are, are very brief, but I, I felt they were worth sharing. Uh, the first one uh, this comes out of UPI.com and it's called "Women Shortchanged in Heart Treatment." Some recommended treatments for heart attacks are delayed and underused in women, according to U.S. researchers. Which this is nothing new. This has been around a while. The researchers reviewed the clinical characteristics, treatments, and outcomes of more than 78,000 patients diagnosed with myocardial infarction, which is a heart attack, admitted to 420 U.S. hospitals from 2001 to 2006. Men and women have about the same in-hospital death rate for heart attack. However, women are twice as likely to die if hospitalized for a more severe um, type of heart attack. The study was published in Circulation, Journal of the American Heart Association, and found that among patients with ST elevation myocardial uh, which is, which is a type of heart attack, the death rate was 10.2 for women compared to 5.5 for men. They also found that in for women, 14% were less likely to receive early aspirin, 10% less likely to receive beta blockers, 25% less likely to, re, to receive reperfusion therapy to restore blood flow, 13% less likely to receive angioplasty within 90 minutes of hospital arrival. And the findings uh, bears the most emphasis is that among both men and women presenting to get with the guidelines participating hospitals, there are no clinical meaningful differences in in-hospital survival after a heart attack. However, they found um, differences related to, uh, to sex. The, again, this is nothing new. This has been around for a while. And you would think that we were getting better with this. And, you know, here's ladies. I, I think what you have to get out of this is you have to speak up. If you are going to the ER and you think that they diagnose you as a heart attack, you better ask them that you're getting the same treatment as men, that they're doing, if you try to find a female cardiologist. They're, it just amazes me to hear this sexism and with regards to treatment of heart attacks. Then this one, I kind of felt um, I could understand. It says, women who work have more belly fat. Women who go out and bring home the bacon tend to have less than perfect hourglass-shaped bodies. Elizabeth Cashden of University of Utah said in societies and situations where women are under pressure to procure resources to support themselves or their families, they may be less likely to have the classic hourglass figure. Studies have shown that a curvy waist-to-hip ratio of 0.7 or lower is associated with higher fertility and lower rates of chronic disease, and studies have also shown that men prefer a ratio of 0.7 or lower when looking for a mate. Cashton compiled data from 33 non-Western populations and four European populations and found the average waist-to-hip ratio for women is about 0.8. Androgens, which include testosterone, increase waist-to-hip ratios in women by increasing visceral fat or belly fat. The androgenic effects, stamina, initiative, risk proneness, assertiveness, dominance should be particularly useful where a woman must depend on her own resources to support herself and her family. This study was published in Current Anthropology, um, what is, was found in Japan, Greece, and 
In Portugal, where women tend to be less economically independent, men place a higher value on a thin waist than men in Britain or Denmark, where there tends to be more sexual equality. <laughs> kind of interesting, huh? We can't win. <laughs> anyway, I th that's all. Uh, those are the only reports I have for today. Um, as you as you get ready for the holiday season, uh, make sure you take care of yourself, eat healthy. I, I've started running running again, and I'm always looking for somebody to spur me on. I actually was going to go to the More magazine, more.com, and look into training for a marathon. So nice to say. I don't know if I'll do it, but you know, it's nice to have some kind of um, goal. Anyway, I, I uh, want you to take good care of yourself. Don't cut corners on get, taking care of your health. That is most important because your family can't survive without you. We know that is a fact. This is Dr. Gwen. Um, stay healthy and have a wonderful holiday season and Happy New Year to you and yours.